Welcome to Opinion Havers, a TV podcast for bees. I'm Cody, and I'm Tyler. Tyler, what are what are we watching? We're watching Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power. I almost said Star Wars, but it's Lord of the Rings, Cody. Oh yeah, Lord of the Rings. Jeff rings Bezos's Lord of the Rings: The Colon the Rings of Power. Episodes, I think we're going to be talking about episodes three and four, or maybe more accurately, once you hit the 15-minute point of episode three, because last time we <laughs> recorded, I talked about at least like 20 minutes of episode three. Yeah, I mean, you got a little excited, but you know, it's fine. You know, it's fine. We're dealing with it. We're moving forward, right? We're here. Oh, yeah. Moving forward with our lives, you know? All you can do, you can't, the past is dead, all right? No one cares about the past, and that's why we're watching this show about the history of the Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Well, shall we, uh, I don't know, what do we need to do? What do we need to talk about before we dive right into it? All right, well, I guess we'll start with how, how did these ones tickle your pickle, you know? I, you know, three and four, they really tickled my pickle quite a lot more than one and two so much you know it really i liked them i thought it really built momentum and uh it really piqued my interest getting into three and four so i think i think they got a lot of potential here the first two were pretty you know but three and four i was like now we now we're getting somewhere all right now i'm now i'm invested you know yeah you know it's starting to we kind of got a lot of the i feel like one and two especially episode one had the kind of hefty job of Um, like introducing a lot of like Cimmerillion type stuff to people. And this one now can mm. kind of, it's like, you probably know a lot of this stuff or like, once we say the name of it, you'll recognize it from people referencing it in Lord of the Rings, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like Numenor is a big uh, location now, you know, they're there, they're messing about. And like, that's something that people might recognize from Lord of the Rings. So you don't have to explain it as much. They do. It's just more like a oh yeah this is what it is like it's conversationally like the lore is dumped in the in conversations where it feels a lot more natural and less like cut scenes, you know. Yep. So. Yep. I would agree with that. So would you say these ones are the show's ramping up? Is it meeting your expectations, Cody? As a as the biggest Lord of the I Rings would say- fan. <clears throat> Obviously, of the two of us, I, you know, it's me, yeah. obviously. Um, I would say three and four met my expectations, but I wouldn't say they met my, like, hopes and dreams quite yet, you know? Because when you hear a Lord of the Rings show, you're like, oh, that could be amazing. And I don't know that, you know, what I'm, does that make sense? Yeah. What I thought they could do, I think now I'm like, oh, yeah, this is this is worth doing. This is a good show, you know? But I don't know if I'm quite sold yet on, like, no, this was... I'm real glad we did this, and I'm, I love it. You know, that remains to be seen. Jury's still out. What about you? I'm liking it. I'm digging it. Um, I uh, there's some. I like that they are kind of they're giving all. There's lots of storylines going on, right? They introduced a lot of different storylines in the first two episodes to a lot of different like main characters. You know, obviously, like the I would feel like the main character of the show is Gladriel and. Maybe Elrond, but um, like there's so many different things going on, and I've liked how in these ones they, like I think there's at least one of these episodes they go a whole episode without cutting to one of them, one of the stories at all. So I kind of liked that. I was like, oh, okay, so each of them will get more time to shine because you think about um, I'm trying to think of a show that does it. I think, but like a, a good example is um. You have the uh, the DC movies versus like the Marvel movies, right? There we go. Mm. You know, like where in the, the the DC movie, there's there's lots of storylines in both of those, but the Marvel movies are better because you get more time with each. Like even mm. in Avengers movies and stuff, they're like it's like, well, we know you're gonna watch you watch the last one, you're gonna watch the next one, so we don't need to talk about these people because they're not doing anything interesting right now. Versus like yeah. 
every time that's on the screen is like, did you know Batman exists? And his parents died and his mom, she grabbed, they grabbed the pearls and they went everywhere when she died, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I like this is going the Marvel route where they're like, you know who Spider-Man is. Let's move on. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we, you know, you know, they're doing their stuff. You know, the, uh, the fake hobbits are just walking or something, you know, like we don't need to cut mm-hmm. to them for a while. They're walking, they're chilling, you know? I liked that. That was the thing that I think that stood out the most to me where at the end of one of the episodes, I realized like, I think we're cut to these people or they spent so little time with these other stories, you know? Yeah. Well, let's, you, we won't get into it. You want to hop on, hop on in my, my tiny gypsy cart. You know, we'll push you through the muck to spoiler town. Mm hmm. Is this the uh, Southlands mud or the Harfoot mud? I mean, is it all the same mud? You know, mm. it's all the same. Mm-hmm. You know, the mud. The, uh, you know, it's all the real mud was the, the mud we found along the way. You know, right? Yeah, yeah that's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I forgot how long we we uh, ranted to each other last time, but it was either two or three minutes. It was three minutes. Yeah, since we now are like, do you want to do the full? Since we're doing two episodes, I think originally we'd planned to do oh. one. Do you want to do a full five? Do you want to do three? How much? How much oomph do you got? Is what I want to know. I have plenty of oomph. All right. So, how long do you want to go? Three minutes. Let's do it. How, wait, what? You cut out, you cut, Cody. Three no. minutes. I three want minutes. It. I want three minutes. I know. Oh, spicy boy. He's so fast. It brought up yeah. the. Gosh. Dang it. I even clicked on the timer. It brought up the focus thing. All right. Are you ready? You ready? You start, Cody. Well, let's talk about. Let's talk about the best thing they do in this series, which has to be the albino orcs. Okay. Lord of the Rings, we got those dark orcs, all right? They're slimy, they're gross, and, you know, they're they're designed to be able to be in the sun, you know? They're different kind, okay? I really like that in this one, they're like, nah, these are, they don't do the sun, okay? They're albino boys. I really like the design of them. I like that they kept the, the thing they did in, in the Lord of the Rings movie, which is like, no, we're doing, like, prosthetics, right? So it's all practical, and they move around, and they're all, you know, they're chunky, white, Orc boys, and I really like that about them. Now I really enjoyed that. All right, <clears throat> and um, what, let's talk about our second favorite character, the guy, ugh, the new Minorian guy, who's the politician dude who is in. He got all the guild badges. He's a shoulder toucher. All right, here's what he does. He walks around town and he goes like, "Oh, you're you're hammering stuff. That's look at you." And he goes over to the bar and he's like, "Wow, look at you at the bar touching your shoulder. Isn't that nice?" What a shoulder toucher, you know? Are you pro pro or con shoulder touching? Just give me a give me a nod if you're pro. Give me a head shake. Oh. He doesn't know how he feels. He can't know. All right. Someone touch that man's shoulder. All right. If you're give Tyler a little shoulder touch. We'll see how he feels. All right. Bees. Oh, what happened to the bees? I'm very confused. They have bees in the ooh. bees in the dwarf land. Why did I write about bees? This is a great question. I can't get over, look, the Harfoots were story of them all, you know, of the three or four that we're following. I, I don't, I'm not into the Harfoots. The stranger is the only thing that's interesting about them. I don't like the people. I don't like the man's big sheep head. You know, the, the main guy, the patriarch guy, he's here. He has like, it's like they took the wool off a sheep and just set it on his head. But they're like, no, it's his hair. And like, no, it's not though, because it's so... He has mutton chops beyond belief, you know, but it also just goes straight into his hair. So it must be a wig, but it can't be, right? Because it looks so bad. And if it looked that bad, he wouldn't be wearing a wig, you know? I can't get over it. I don't, I think I like these episodes the most because they focus the least on the Harfoots, or at least it's like, hey, the, the big stranger man's here. So we're, we're spending time with him. We're not spending that much time with the Harfoots, you know? 
I don't like it. I don't care about the Harfoots. I don't care about the orphan girl. I don't care that her parents are dead and she has to wheel the cart by herself, okay? That doesn't matter to me. Is he Gandalf? Is he Sauron? What is he, all right? What is he? What can he do? That's what I want to know. Fewer close-ups of the sheep mullet, okay? Sheep mullet is bad. Gandalf good, okay? Gandalf man. Aryan, worst name I've ever heard in my life, all right? She got her name that starts with two different vowel sounds. Aryan, Aryan, Eorian, Eorian. It's terrible. I can't stand it. It drives me crazy. It's a terrible name. Cody, I need to tell you right now that the three-minute timer just went off. This is what you've uh, done to yourself, all right? I yeah. have written, I've like desperately trying to make any kind of notes because <laughs> it's been so long since I watched the show, Cody. Yeah. Uh, and I was not prepared for it to, <laughs> to just be done. I was like, oh, I got a couple minutes, but no, we did it to ourselves, mm-hmm. okay? So here, yeah. we're here, okay, Cody? I'm about to do it, okay? You're never going to see it done better <laughs> than the way I'm about to do it. So you, sh- oh, I should probably start the timer. <laughs> yeah, so you're really sandbagging anyway, a lot for some of that. Anyway, I started it. No, you shush. It's going now. All right, Cody, let's talk about this one. So first off, we get the orc. We get the new orcs. All right. Here's the note that I made, and I stand by it. Okay. The new orcs, you know, new orcs, sexier orcs. Yes, they are sexier orcs. Their outfits are sexy. They look like. Uh, they're like dragon snake skin. They're all like you said. They're all white. They are. They're the good sexy orcs. You slap that leg, Cody. You slap it. Mm, get it, Cody. Uh, I do like the orc camp. It, it reminds me of a lot how a lot of movies portray like a crusader camp, and so and that the fact that they're all white. And the more I thought about it, and I look at their armor and everything. In that in the previous, uh, I think it, in the previous pair of episodes, they. Um, I really liked how they made the orcs kind of feel like monsters, like a horror movie monster, you know, like they came, came up out of the ground. They're like all messed up, you know, and like all they're terrifying, but in the orc area, they almost make them look like crusaders, which in my mind, I'm like, Oh, I think it, it kind of gets in my head of like how the orcs view themselves, which then comes back up when, uh, with, uh, what's his name? Adar, who they, the orcs call him father, you know? And I was like, Oh, this is, they're making it out. Like, I, and I like the route they're going they're the, to the orcs. The orcs are the good guys. They're like, they're, we're here trying to just make ourselves a home. You know, we're, make a make a house a home. You got to kill all the people in it, Cody. That's what you do. That's how you buy a house, right? You go in, you got to fight the, the previous owners to the death. And now you own that house, all right? That's how you got your house. That's how one day I'll get my house. But here's the thing. When you live in Massachusetts, it's hard, all right? Now you, you got to deal with the ghosts and the living residents, all right? And it's difficult. It gets harder with each passing century, and there's been like 12 of them here, okay? So they were here, we're doing it, they inter- we're finally at Numenor. I like the Numenor, they're cool, they got their big old wing ship uh, thing, you know, they're like sails, like the helmet wings that they had in Lord of the Rings, it's nice. Um, they show a lot of, like, you can see the city for uh, in Numenor, I like that it's all, uh, looks like uh, Minas Tirith, you know, got the big spike, you know, shout out to them. Able to find a second location with a giant spike jutting out of the center of the city. You know, like that's dedication to a craft. All right. That's we know how to make one kind of city. And how dare you try to make us make a different kind of city. OK, they're out here. They're carving more faces into rock than the guy that carved Mount Rushmore. OK, they're got so do you know, they're going through this canyon, right? There's like the whole canyon is faces. And I'm like, who's out here carving all these faces? faces cody what's the point of them they're creepy they're just they're like <laughs> trying to lick them ships you know what are they doing okay it's like <laughs> find another way to build a city all right so i don't uh i'm to cut you off i'm proud of you all right i'm pr- you made it you did it that was a great three minutes i didn't think you could do it all right you came in and you proved me wrong well done sir Look, I want to talk about something. And it is probably the best scene so far, I think, of the series. Mm-hmm. That would be the the prison breakout scene. All right? You got the elves that are captured by the orcs. And they're like, we got to cut down this tree. They're like, we don't want to cut down the tree. And they're like, what if we just broke out? You know, and the prisoners have a little fight. Great scene. I thought their war dog thing was real cute. 
in like a creepy kind of way. So I liked that. I liked they had to fight them off and they broke their chains. And I thought, it, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. I thought it um, it was the kind of action that this this show needs, you know? What did you think of that one? I thought it was good. I I really liked the whole thing because the more I, it's like the whole, you know, them in the, the, the labor camp digging the trench. I like that. You, I was kind of like, what is it? And then you get that moment where it zooms out later in the, the episode where it shows like, oh, this is like a, they're making a tunnel so that their army can move during the daylight, during the daytime. Which, okay, so I have seen a lot of people, they uh, are conflicted on like how the orcs are in the sun. And how it's like, a lot of people are like, why are they treating them like vampires? So this is how, that's how the orcs are in the books, in Lord of the Rings too. Um it's one of the things I think for kind of simplicity and for like not having to shoot every single scene with the orcs at night in in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Jackson thought it'd be better, rightly so, probably to you know be like, yeah, well, let's not worry too much about that and be able to have it be like, well, it's uncomfortable. It hurts their little eyes, you know, instead of it being like, no, no, it'll like it'll kill them if they're out in it all day kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. Um which that was like the big, you know, that was the big selling point for, you know, Saruman's there slapping the helmet of the Urukai like, look at this guy, he can run during the daytime, you know, like a used like a used car salesman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Just like the whole, you know, them not wanting to cut down the tree and the way that the orcs were treating them, and it just reminded me again of like an old, like, like an old movie based around the crusades following mm. like some you know like islamic soldiers captured by the crusaders or something like you know and how the that whole thing and i'm like oh this is like, and these kind of, that is kind of what these guys are on they're like on a crusade to reclaim mm. their holy land or like a land that they think they think they deserve you know yeah so i will say i'm confused about orc daddy is he daddy? he's like half orc half he's something an he's an elf but he's yeah. not like an elf orc. He's just an elf. I mean, orcs are elves, you know. Right, but he just seemed more orky than elfy. But he is obviously elfy, you know. Yeah, I think he's he's an elf from the looks of it because orc is a takes a lot to make a orc, an elf an orc, you know. It's not like making a house a home, you know. You just got to hang up a you know live laugh love poster or whatever. Oh yeah, are you being attacked right now? Is that what's happening? No, barely some. Cody, you've done it. You've taken care of the intruder. All right. You've expelled them from your lands. Yeah. I expelled I beat, them. I beat them to death with a. Oh. What's something Lord of the Rings? <laughs> a ring. I don't know. What's that fancy sword he has? A little knifey, the little blood knife, a little blood blade on that. Yeah, there that you one. go. The hilt. I got that just hanging around, just yeah. in case. First time I've had to use it, let me tell you, it worked great. <laughs> <laughs> Zero complaints. Sucked all um, the warmth right out of the light, you know? Oh, yeah. Right? I do of... I do have something to talk about before we dive into the next episode. Because okay. I think well, that brings us about up to speed with episode three. Amazon interface. Let's talk about it. Amazon Prime Video. Using that inter- interface. It's slow. It's not the best. But here's what's weird. And I've noticed this about Amazon. They'll have, like, really great utility for some of their stuff. Like, for example, Prime Video, they, like, pioneered the x-ray thing. Like, you pause it, it tells you who's in the scene, it tells you what music is playing, it gives you all the details. And it's, like, integrated with IMDb now. And they've had that for, like, years, the x-ray thing. And most streaming services don't have that even a little bit. Some have it a tiny bit. So it's like you have some of the coolest utility of any streaming service, but like your interface, it doesn't look good when you open the Prime Video thing and it can be like slow and buggy. It's just weird for how much money Amazon has. And then like you flip the table and Apple TV's like, wow, this is so pretty, equally ineffective, but it's gorgeous. You know, or it's like, oh, look at the black and the colors. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's, what's up with Amazon? You know? I, first off, how dare you, sir? I would put Amazon above Apple's. Is the word, I would put Apple. As on par with AMC Plus for the worst interface. Here's why, but, Cody. Because they have a section for app. It's not pretty. It looks like iTunes, all right? 
It's like, we're going to give you three different menus. They're all going to give you the exact same information, but you can only play videos from one of them. The other one, we're going to tell you to just go somewhere else. And then I understand it's like, well, if you were on an Apple TV, it would be better. But at the same time, yeah. Okay. But see everyone else, Google, I'm going to, you know, I'm for prime. I'm not on a fire stick. And it looks and acts the same as it does on the Fire Stick. I can still, even though I'm on the Google thing and Google's taking a chunk of the money that or the Amazon gets whenever I rent the thing on their thing, I can at least I can. There's ways, is what I'm saying. There's ways. Or if it doesn't allow me to rent something, it doesn't say, "Do you want to rent this? Would you like click this button to rent it?" Anyway, I'm not. We're not here to talk about the atrocious Apple TV Plus. Right is the worst. Okay, they're what are they? You know, and what are they really doing? They're out here so desperate they got to put Ted Lasso in FIFA. Okay, they're falling apart at the seams. Okay, you know, like just let them die. Let it die. Let Apple go. Okay. Listen, Cody. As a as a consumer base, we just need to let Apple die. Okay. I have a new rule. How about this? Yeah. When your founder dies, dismantle the company. Your company's dead. When Steve Jobs went, kill the company. I work for a company whose founder died. Just dis- disassemble it all. You know what I'm saying? That should right. be the rule. The company lives as long as you're alive. Same thing with like patents, you know? Like with the Disney, they keep getting renewed stuff. It's like, no, Disney's dead. Everything Disney made should be gone. Now, whoever your new person in charge is, they get that stuff till they're dead, and then bam, it's gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Steve and Jobs is dead, right. so is Apple. It should be buried with him. You should you should take all the like the stock and print out certificates, put it in his coffin with him. Bury him, bam, company's done. Yeah. Liquidate the assets, pay out the stockholders, move on with your lives. Anyway, episode four. Yeah. I know we've talked about it before, but the hair and beard on this guy. Oh, I don't even know what his name is. I just know he's the hair and beard guy. He looks like Baker Mayfield, and he runs the town, or doesn't really run the town, but I don't know. He's like an influencer, whatever the equivalent in Numenor of an influencer is. That's like his job. <laughs> influencer. Um, they even say like assert your influence to him, right? At some point. So that's He's a cool. chancellor. Look, he's got great hair and beard. You know who has terrible hair? Lame boy. Whatever. The kid. The apothecary lady. Her son. The one with the who finds the sword and uses it. The little blood blade thing. Yep. Uh-huh. Terrible hair. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with the bad hair. It's bad on Sheepman. It's bad on Lame Boy. I can't do it. Okay. Who was it? Someone talking to someone. And he de- he's like, he's like, yeah, you can grab that thing. Then he grabs, he's like, I must warn you. It's like, if you're gonna warn him, warn him before you say you can grab it. You know what I'm saying? It's been too long since I've seen it, since we recorded this. But he literally was like, Yeah, go for it. I should warn you though. You're like, dude, it's too late for the warning. You are, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, can I try one of those cookies? Oh yeah. It's like, I must. And then after you take a bite, I must warn you. There are tree nuts you. in that cookie. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, dude, <laughs> this is this is not how warnings work. Warnings are pre. You must pre-warn. Otherwise, it's not a warning anymore. Then it's just, it's just like breaking news. You know what I'm saying? It's different. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I also appreciated so the Southlanders, which I think is a problem in the series that we're following the Southlanders because they're the worst. I don't like a single one. Apothecary lady, she's fine. She's all right. Okay. Everyone else is awful. They're grubby and I can't stand to look at them. Okay. Here's the thing we, we all know you don't like dirty faces, Cody. And that if there's the one thing person, they are, is dirty faces. The only person that's relatable in the whole series is Durin. And he's the best. Every scene with Durin is a great scene, and I love it. And I think that's one problem the series has is everyone else is like not that relatable. I don't like them that much, you know. Islandor is okay. Gladriel's not the worst, but you know what I'm saying. It just and so the dwarves are great because they got the attitude, you know. And um, the hobbits are great because they're delightful little little folksy people. The problem with the Harfoots is that they're dirty granola hippies, and I don't like it's they're too dirty to watch. Really hung you know up on the saying, What do you got against like, granola? That's the real thing. There's filth all over them. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Okay. Anywho, the Southlanders are 
trying to decide what to do about the orcs. The orcs are taking over the town. The boys in there. I've never once seen... Look, in video games, if you're trying to hide, you go for the tall grass, all right? You can hide from people with tall grass. And they did it in the show, and I was like, this is perfect. It makes perfect sense. Because when you do it in the video game, you're like, this is so unrealistic. But then when they shoot it in the show, you're like, nah, he's in that tall grass. I can't see nothing. It made me really happy. Well, Cody, I'm. I gotta tell you, I'm glad that you're happy. I'm glad that you, thank you, you know, could find some kind of joy in this in this dirty, dirty show. Because you know, like I said, Cody, I know one thing drives you nuts, keeps you up at night, and that's dirty faces. And yeah. I'm I'm scrubbing through this this thing, and it's everyone's face is dirty. You know, except for you know. Everyone whose face is not dirty. Let's talk about it. Speaking of dirty How are they faces, so dirty and the elves are so clean? You're, they're existing in the same world. They're in the same plane. He's walking on the same mud. They're walking on, but they're five times dirtier. Because the Explain dirt to me. won't stick to the elves. It knows better. It's like, nah, we respect you, elf. I don't know, probably. If the real thing is like when you get to... Uh, Halbrand and Gladril, who have gone on the same adventure, and Halbrand looks dirty. He looks dirty, grubby. He looks grubby, dirty. He's doing his thing, and then she's there in a dress, looking, looking great. You know, and he's like, "Yeah, why are you?" Let's. Talk, I want to talk about them because I love their dynamic. A lot of now, okay, now I'm going to do another little thing, defend. You know, a little thing here, right? Where a lot of people out here talking like, "I don't like Gladril. She's not like the movies." Yeah, because this is like two. No, sorry, three, four. 5,000 years before the movies? Like, that's like if you went back and met your great grandpa or like your the last, like oldest person you've ever met, you're like, ah. they weren't the same as I remember them being. It's like, yeah, because you're an idiot. All right. You're talking about like, like someone who's essentially. school Adolf Hitler versus, you know, a pure Adolf Hitler. You're like, yeah. these are not the same people. Yeah. Things have happened. So it's, she's different. Like, there's a reason she's not like, hello, everyone, I'm here. You know? Like, you know? She's not talking in, was it, uh, three-quarter speed like she does? She doesn't have her, her, uh, her man, her man, to- her man slut on her side there. Like, where is Gandalf? Or, you know, yeah, Gandalf dies. And I hear you. Spoilers. Oh, he dies, Ooh. but he comes back. Isn't that fun? <laughs> very fun. It's very fun. Uh, you know, another high point for me in this Tell episode. Me. Give it to me. I really enjoyed the dwarf singing. They had was it a was it a funeral? No, in a funeral. The so the it's a cool like, thing. So it's when the so the okay. Let's go. Let's go down this rabbit hole, Cody. Let me. Yeah. introduce this whole so obviously we know the we know the the riches of how Kazadoom, how moria gets built how it becomes the most powerful and the dominant dwarven kingdom is they get mithril this is pre-mithril so this is them they've durin has in secret found a vein of mithril and they've started to mine it but it's dangerous daddy durin don't want kitty durin to be doing it because it's dangerous all right so he says daddy no but then guess what daddy was right and the mind collapses after elrond elrond's out here he's here like what's going on this is sus. he's like this is some sus what uh, is sus that's what he says cody he's out here and he says where's durin they're like i'm in the lab i mean i'm in i'm in the science lab and he's like "Mm, i think i think durin's the imposter you know he's out there and then his I like his wife, who is like, I'm making a thing. He's like, why are you making a thing? It takes so long to get down to the mines. And then she's like, for an elf, maybe, but a dwarf, we're cool. Boom. And then she just shuts him down. I was like, get him, kill him, throw him out in the garbage. All right. Yeah. But then they end up talking in the open on the thing of like, oh, man, I'm so glad that Elrond doesn't know that we found the mithril mine. And then Elrond is like, what, like four feet away, staring intently at them like a freak. <laughs> using his elf eyes to listen to him, you know? Mm-hmm. He's looking so creepy that two dwarf cops come up and be like, can we help you, sir? And it's like, look, if you're you're out here, be if you're a white man and the cop asks you, can I help you? You're a creep, okay? 
that's the yeah. that's the reality. Yeah. Okay, let's is be real. Okay, then he says, "No, I'm fine." If someone says that, says, "No, I know exactly where I'm going." You need to arrest them. I don't care. Find a yeah. reason. Plant something yeah. on them. All right, that yeah. man is going to do something drastic. But then he goes, the mind collapses. So as she's singing, the music, the singing is wife of Duren, Mrs. Duren, is a, because she sings to the rocks. That's her job. That's what she does. That's, you know, puts on her suit, goes to sing to the rocks, you know, rock concert, if you will. She's throwing a little rock concert to ask (laughs) the rocks to let the dwarves go alive instead of killing them dead for daring to finger the rock hole. Okay. Ew. Cody, this is just like what we, uh, what you and I were talking about. What I said, what would happen to Bailey if she ever followed through on some threats? She wants a no, piece of you no. that you don't want to give up, Cody. And I said she's gonna lose a finger if she tries. Okay, this is what happened. The dwarves they're they're getting in the holes they're not supposed to be getting into. Uh-huh. We know it comes back to get them later. Yeah. Anyway, I like their singing, and it made me uh, like this more than The Hobbit. Because in The Hobbit, their singing happens, and I'm like, this is not chill. This is not fun to listen to. It's taking forever. And this one, it's like, no, this is nice. This is nice singing. This is working for me. Yeah. All right? Well, they were begging the rocks not to murder people, so I'm glad that you uh, you like murder songs. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know. Anti-murder songs. All right? Anti- Oh, you like that screams? rock concert? Someone in this show screams. I says the scream was so high I thought it was a child. Is it one of the orcs? Was it in the dwarf tunnel? Was it? Oh, it was something someone said. Someone was roasting someone else. They're like, oh, I thought I thought a child was screaming. It's just you. Gosh, what? Who did it? Can you remember? It was a great little gag. I should I normally put that stuff in quotes. I didn't do it. I got nothing for you. It sounds like something that uh, sounds like something that. uh, Gosh, (laughs) his name is spacing me. The guy that the son of the cool boy with the the son of not. This is the problem with this show. Is like you have to be like, all right, he's the guy. No, no, this is a name I should remember. (laughs) This is not like a random guy. The son of the cool boy. Is it okay? Are we talking about a character in this show? Yes, which, yes. Son of the cool boy. Who's the cool boy? So, is, uh, 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 Isildur. That's uh, Isildur. That's what I was like, no, it's not like some random character. This is a character that I should That's know. who I was thinking was Isildur. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was probably sounds like him or his bros. You know, they're just a uh, couple of bros yeah. doing bro stuff, right? You know. Yeah, because they're out broing out. Brown out. Maybe they make out a little bit. It's fine. All right. Nobody's judging them. We're there in Numenor. Okay. Cody, nobody's judging them. Yeah. It's fine. That's how you get your practice in with the bros. The C right? is always bros right. Bros help bros practice. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Here's the thing a lot of people talking about the C is always right being the thing. They're like, mm, I can't say, oh, the guy. Tolkien Oxford professor would not say that. It's like, yeah, here's the thing. Tolkien, also an Oxford professor, wouldn't say most of the dumb stuff Smeagol says, right? Right. But it's still in the books. Why do you think that is? Because he's an author and he's good at what he does. He He can separate himself from the character. The man wrote 5,000 years of history just so he would know how two characters would interact. Like, I think he's beyond what you can comprehend, Cody. I'm calling you out specifically. Oh, no. He is a sanded Cody. Also, he... Sorry. Also, he what? Rest in peace. Tolkien. Rip. Yeah. Man. Well, that those are those are about my notes. Did we miss something in these couple I mean, we missed 90% of the episodes. We didn't talk about most of uh, it. Did, well, look, we talked about Lame Boy and his bad hair. We talked about Sheep Man and his bad hair. We talked about... The politician man in his good hair. So okay. I don't know what else you want from me. <laughs> I want to talk about some stuff. I want to talk about All some right. stuff. I want to talk about how, so the, you've got, I like Halbrand and Galadriel being there because I like how Halbrand is, he's there. He, it's not like they offset each other. Like you did, it's not like you put 
a wise old elf to make Galadriel look like a young, rash elf, right? Because I feel like there would be a temptation to be like, oh, let's make her into the kind of the young pip, as it were, you know? But um, what they did was they paired it with him where he's just much more subtle and better at dealing with humans, you know? So there's this part, you know, where they go in and she goes in like with all the confidence and fire fury that's got her in so much trouble up to now in the story where she's demands a ship and calls on them to like, so she's like, look, we gave you this Island. And they're like, you didn't give us dip. We earned this from the literal gods. Like elves didn't do none of this. All right. Because so the, you know, like, which is deserved. It was the new that like captured Morgoth, not the elves. Like the elves were there. They were part of the army. The gods were also there, but it was new that like, helped capture Morgoth or, and banish him. And it was actually a Numenorian king that actually defeated Sauron himself. Like they, they kind of, I think, well, they might not have been the ones that did the Morgoth. They definitely did Sauron though. So, I mean, they deserve like to be a little like step off elf back the F up. We don't owe you nothing, you know? And um, like, there's that scene later there in the prison where he's like, you got to stop. You got to think, which I like, cause it kind of, it's a very subtle way where it's like, he's not like a slow, um, subtle character necessarily. Like he's very good at like manipulating people and all that, but it's not like he's anywhere near the level that Galadriel is in 5,000 years, but you see the slight turn that will lead her to be that from, you know, it thousands of years down the line where she is very like more observant and like she's kind of known for being better at like just reading a situation and like that's her specialty of he's like look you know you came in you threw all this stuff at them and you yelled at them and you called them names and you spat in their face and they didn't bat an eye what made them throw you in jail that's what they're afraid of you know then so you get to see the king he's there you get the kind of the backstory the king wanted to restore the elves because they're like you see the prophesied like that future with Numenor falls and everything and um, they show the plantier, which I thought was cool. I like that, you know, show uh, that and yeah, like, that was cool. Uh, bring it back in. And so this, even at this point in the, the history of middle earth, I think it's dangerous to use the plantier because most of the, the once like giant empire that Numenor had, it kind of receded back on itself. So even at this point, I think they lost, but it's actually the fall of Numenor where they get lost and Sauron gets his hands on one, I think. Mm. But, uh, so that's cool. And like you see some of the other capabilities, like they're not just a not just like a fancy phone, you know, to like call people. It's mm-hmm. like uh it I I'm not sure actually what like even in the books and stuff, they're like, Yeah, they're just like a rock that does stuff, but they're so powerful even Sauron couldn't dominate them. Like he can just kinda like direct them and dominate people through them, but he can't control them any mm-hmm. better than anybody else can. And uh so it was, it was just cool. Like I liked that they spent so much time like showing Numenor and like, give, cause I feel like it would have been easy for the turn of her deciding to help Gladriel and send the, the five ships of 500 men to help the Southlands, um, free the Southlands for, and reseat the Halibrand on the throne, you know, cause they like, she figures out the Halibrand's like the air, He's wearing the necklace with the symbol of the mm-hmm. king of the Southlands. And, um, I like, cause it, I feel like had they like jumped around too much in the stories, it would have felt like, Oh, well that was a fast switch, <laughs> you know, like going from throwing her in prison to, all right, well, here's an, here's an army and some ships go save the world, I guess, you know, but they decided to spend the bulk of, was it episode four? I think just, kind of going through that and showing the struggle, showing like the chancellor who represents the people and you know, the being an unpopular thing, it's what got her, her uh, father kind of like, you know, like half dethroned, like, you know, where he wanted to, he kind of wanted to do this restore their relationship with middle earth and the elves and, you know, kind of get back into leave the isolationist tendencies that they'd gotten to. And it got to, Got it where he's now stuck in his, he locked in his bedroom. He's grounded for the rest of his life, you know? And, uh, mm-hmm. but 
I did like, and what? So here's the real question. Let's talk about Kevin. Yeah. His name is not Kevin, but he's the son of the chancellor. And he comes, he slinks <laughs> his way around a, a corner, looks Maybe at. Maybe he was lame boy with bad hair. Oh, it's, it's so hard to keep track. Oh, he's lame boy. I thought he I might have been lame Theo boy with was bad lame hair. boy. Uh, Aarian, what's her name? Yeah, Aarian. So he. Oh, I hate it so much. So he, he thinks he he's got a shot. around That's a corner. That's funny yeah. about the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he slinks around his corner, and then he's like, "But I swear, it sounded so much like he said, Hi, 'Hi, I'm Kevin.' That Tiffany and I, <laughs> like, we looked at each other, like, did he just say his name is Kevin? You can't just have a person oh, named yeah. Kevin, okay? In Lord of the Rings, what are you doing? Uh, but it's not. It's Kemen. Every time he says his name, no, it's, like, oh, it's Kevin. It's Kevin. We can it's, all agree. Yeah, it's Kevin. So uh, Kevin is like the worst, right? <laughs> he's the uh, worst. Yeah. He's like, he's like, hey, what's up, girl? You know, that's the, your introduction <laughs> to him. And then the next thing is him being like, dad, you got to stop him from going over take our jobs it's basically what he's doing he's out there with the with the guild guy that everybody hates now that's like let's be honest this guy is definitely in like some movie about rome and definitely rapes somebody one thousand percent like the guy that he steals his guild crest that's what that guy i'm like i don't know what you've been in before that's what i would cast you as the rapey yeah. roman like politician that's that's what yeah. you look like and he's out there being like, oh, these elves are going to come here. They don't sleep. Gerbs. <laughs> like, wow, this is a. Oh, so that's man. why you guys shut yourself off from the rest of the world. You were afraid of losing your smiths, your, your job as a smith. I'm like, because that always, this is what got it's me when I saw the guilds. All right. That's the what guilds. You need to know. Yeah. It's like, well, they have I mean, badges, you know, for the guilds. Yeah. They're real cool. So phrase the phrase in the chancellor with all the things. He just looks like the dude at Scout Camp that walks around in his class A's the whole time, right? With like all the merit badges, and you're like, he's got like two sashes because he did too many merit badges. Yeah. You're like, dude, you won already. Just leave. <laughs> the yeah. game is over. That's ex- but that's what he is, right? Because he's, he's got every guilt. Which I get it. I mean, I get. Any I like of you scouts out there that had that had to get a second sash from air badges. Give up. I give up the dream. You know what I'm. No one's impressed. All right, Cody. Here's the thing. You want to know why? I, here's why. why. You don't need that many merit badges. You don't need them. You don't need it to get your eagle scout. What are you even out here doing? You know. I I got myself an awful lot of merit badges. I'll be honest with you. So uh, here's how many the sashes thing. you have. I had, sash. Sash. I had one sash. I had one sash because here's the thing. Yeah. They thought about That's this. Right. They're like, here's the thing. You get them enough thing. We're just, here's a leaf or something. That's for like a ton of merit badges. You know, like there people are out here with their like first merit badge on that sash when they're like 18. It's like, dude, <laughs> you got to move on with your life. You know You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm out here trying to say to this man. You just got to. Just get one thing that says, just get like the one symbol that says you're the chancellor. You don't need that many yeah. pins holding up your thing. But I did appreciate the politics. I did One thing I thought as I was going through this, I realized I was like, I've just watched two weeks, like over two hours of, you know, close to probably three hours of mostly politics and arguing. I'm like, you know, it really shows because a lot of people don't like the Star Wars prequels, right? Because there's so much politics, right? Yeah. I'm like, you can make politics exciting. You just have to condense it down and be like, mm-hmm. this is what they're talking. Don't show the filibuster. Be like, what can we show in two seconds that will have the same effect as a filibuster? Mm-hmm. Don't sit and be like, all right, the guy's going to start reading war and peace. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that was, I thought it was interesting. Cause I was just like, man, they, this has all just been political BS and they're it's fine. Like they're doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked um so the very last shot of the fourth episode, right, where it's um they're they're sending Gladriel back from Numenor, right? They're they're kicking her out. They don't want them to they don't want these darn elves coming in here taking their jobs. 
What I love about the whole thing Still is like, the women. there's one elf and she desperately wants to leave. <laughs> and they're like, and let's like, talk about holding it. Them, you're holding the elf on the island. She has asked to leave multiple times. I just think it's very funny. But Cody, she also asked like, what, for We're going to go take a ship over to the west. What's next? Everyone's going to come back on those ships with 500 elves? It's like, no, no one's asking for that. Which is funny. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like when you're in the you know being the king of the trailer park is like we're not gonna let any of you folk in here. It's like you can have your trailer park, bro. I yeah. I don't want to be at the trailer park. I'm very proud of you for becoming king of the trailer park, but I would really like to leave. You know? Yeah. But then what if they threw you in prison and said we're gonna think about whether or not we're gonna help yeah. you? It's like when you go to Texas and it's like. You know, the Texas pride, we're like, look, I'm glad you have it, and you're welcome to keep it. Just let me leave. <laughs> I'm happy to go somewhere else. Good job. High five. You're very happy to be. Good. Yeah, very nice for you, you know? I've yeah. been there. I got in, and I got out. I escaped, all right? Yeah. I've seen Texas. It's like California. It's like, we don't need the rest of them. We're going to do our own thing over here in the ocean. It's like, okay, you do it. Do it, Cody. Mm-hmm. Go back to California. Get out here taking our jobs, I'm Cody. I'm trying, all right? No one's going to let me. I but, missed my window of opportunity to get back to California. Yeah. I really did. Now it's going to it's gonna fall. It's going to get swallowed up by the ocean. You're going to have to start a new kingdom. I'm going to be the first one. As Wyoming. soon as California gets swallowed down and it's, there's going to be like the, you know, 3,000 survivors that make it out, there's going to be a manhunt. And they're going to be like, you're from California. You get out of here. We're like, no, I've been here a while. It's like, we don't care. You know, it's going to be, I'm setting myself up. That's going to be real bad. You know, yeah. when it happens. You're going to, you're going to go, you're going to find a, a bay on a lake and you're just going to carve yourself out a new Los Angeles. And you're gonna be like, here it is. This is it. We're going to put a giant spike in the middle of the city. Boom. Nailed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely... So, the, of the show, I would say the, the Galadriel storyline is the one I'm the most invested in. I actually do like the Harfoot storyline more than it seems like most people do because yeah. I... Because you like dirt. You like dirt <laughs> under your fingernails, don't you? I like granola, which you seem to really associate with them for some reason. You know, but mostly like I, I feel like that's the one. Maybe it's just because like uh, so far you got the Hobbit, you got the Lord of the Rings. Everything is like, well, it's the little guys. The little guys are the ones doing the biggest stuff. So I'm like, this, uh, Look, this is the big thing. This is the big. That's one. not good and dandy. But the thing about this is the difference in Lord of the Rings movie. You see the Hobbits, and you're like, oh my goodness, they've got pigs. They're delightful. They like to, they like their tea and their tea cakes. And they're smoking weed all the time. They're having a they're gossiping too much about each other. They're having a great time. You know, it's real charming when you're interacting with like Frodo and Bilbo, and it's like, oh my gosh, these people are at my house eating all my tea cakes. And you're like, I can identify with this. But when you go out here, and it's like, we love camping. That's all we do. And they have way too many words for way too many things. And it's just. Then there's all this bureaucracy at the same time. I'm like, look, guys, I'm not, I'm not vibing. I can vibe with the Shire folk. I cannot vibe with the Harfoots. All right, that's my problem. And even the little girl, she's like, I want to do things, and they're like, we don't do things, you know. Which I know is also a thing with the Shire people. I'm just saying, it's like, it's the difference of like, look, we don't do things. Because look at my nice little hole. That's where my tea cakes are, you know. That's where my suspenders are. And that's where my pig is. My pig's out here. I got a pig. You know what I'm saying? And the Harfoots, it's like, want to watch me snort some snails? I'm like, no. Wash your hands. And, you know, maybe we can make some tea cakes or something. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's like the the Hobbits didn't do things because they're like, they just didn't want to do stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Versus the... These people are like, we don't do things because they'll get us. You know, they're out here getting people. You know, yeah. You gotta watch out. You got, you know, 
hide your kids and hide your wife. That's what they're doing. Okay. All right. They, they're out here. They're convinced. All right. But I take it back. The story I've, I care the most about is not necessarily glad. I do think that one's the, like the one they focused on the most. I think it's got the most screen time. Yeah. But the, uh, you know, just cause of dur- the dwarves in general, I feel like Elrond and, and of all the elves, I feel like Elrond is the most likable. Absolutely. At least insufferable. Yeah. I think the, I think that is a problem with the series. Like I said, anytime Durin's on screen, I'm like, I'm really enjoying this. And I just don't think they quite have that for the other storylines where you're like, oh, this is the guy who's bringing it all together, who's keeping it down to earth, and who's cracking the jokes. Some of the other stories are just so, like, straightforward of like, okay, here's the politics. Okay, here's, you know what I'm saying? So that's, uh, you know, that's, that's the one thing I'm worried about in the long term. But I'm still I do enjoying like- the world and stuff. I like Elendil and um, Isildur. I really like their stuff, you know? Like, yeah, I think they're likable characters. I just feel like, because um, you've got, uh, oh gosh, what's his, I, let me find his name so I don't mess it up. Arondir, right? Um, ooh. The elf in, uh, you know, he's the one helping the dirty faces out. But he's just, he comes across as like a classic like soldier character where he's very like he's very smolder, you know, like every mm. face he ever makes is a different variation on the smolder. You know, I he's blame like, his luscious lips. <laughs> he's like and his like, strong I'm, brow. That's not his fault. God gave him those problems. You know what I'm saying? He's very he's very stern. He's like, We're here, we're you know, doing stuff. Got, I don't know. He's got, I can't think of a line. God cursed this man with piercing eyes, strong eyebrows, and big lips. And I can't. That's that's the hand he was dealt. Okay, but his he it, can't not yeah. smolder. All right. Yeah, just the way his face is shaped, he was made to model. Okay, we can't discriminate. All bodies are beautiful. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was just like, he's, like, he's got. A luscious, smoldery face doesn't mean that he's not a person, too. You know, I'm just saying, like, just you think just because he's been You know, that smolder captured. has a heart, all right? <laughs> and a mind, okay? Look, I'm just saying, you there know, just... thoughts behind those piercing eyes. Just because he's been captured, all of his friends are dead, he's trapped with a bunch of dirty, dirty people... That hate in a him. Tow- <laughs> ...in a breaking tower... <laughs> You know, and he's probably gonna die. You think, you know, just crack a joke. You know, that's all I'm saying. That's what I'm you know, saying. Give me give a little me a smile. knock knock joke here and there. Yeah, you know. Oh man. But his buddy that was the jokester is now dead. God, you know, they got him with the old water yeah. trick. You know, the classic water. Like, here, have some water. Psych, I killed your friend. All right. Which is another thing. I think I would be there is a classic movie. I don't know what it's called. But I just, I reckon, it's so, it's in here, Cody. I'm pointing to my yeah. brain. And you're not right in there. Where it's Crusaders, they're in. They're in the desert somewhere. They've captured people. They're doing stuff. They're being Crusaders. They're being naughty boys, you know. They're like, here, have some water to just a sweet, sweet boy. And he's like, oh. And then they kill someone as they're, like, going for the water, right? And I feel like it's like every movie... <laughs> It tries to, or I mean, not every movie. There's lots of movies that do it shot for shot. I feel like this was shot for shot the same thing, where it's like, oh, here's a group. Here's the group of the boys. Oh, they killed the the boy. They killed the child, which now they're all elves, so none of them are like the child. They don't got the young ones. So who do they kill? The funny one. They killed the fun mm-hmm. one, Cody. And then daddy's like, no, because dad, daddy's their captain. But then not to be confused with orc daddy. Who does comfort an orc and then kills the orc, but the orc was probably gonna die anyway. But he gives him a nice yeah. little caress. Okay. He's a sweet man, is what I'm saying. You just here's the thing: you don't like the dirty faces. He doesn't like you because your face isn't dirty enough. He's out here defending the dirty face. He's like, these orcs are sexy, and you are afraid of it. And I'm here to defend them. Okay. That's what you don't realize, Cody. He's a good man. He's out here caressing orcs. And uh, and talking and then you know holding stuff I don't know <laughs> sending messages with elves holding orc arms in the sun you know he's out here getting it is what I'm yeah. saying 
You know, why do they call him father? Because he asked them to stop calling him daddy. That was a joke I stole, but it was very <laughs> funny. Oh, man. Well, is that about wrap it up for episodes three and four? Yeah, I'm sure we missed a ton of stuff. But I mean, that's like the I like where it's going. I like the stuff I I want. I'm, I want to get to the rings of power, but I know that's probably going to be the end of this season if they even like actually yeah, start on them this season. Yeah, I wonder if these arcs are going to be like carried on to a new season. Because, I mean, they're obviously, you know, they're planning on doing five, so I wonder what's going to be resolved by the end of this season or what's going to be like, no, we're building up to something else later. Oh, I bet none of them are going to be actually like fully resolved. <laughs> they're going to start intertwining maybe by the end, but never resolved yeah. you know never here's my real question <clears throat> before we fully yeah. close it out mm-hmm. do you have you know now you've seen it you've watched the show you've actually you've witnessed it cody who do you think the stranger is who do you think uh, he is i really don't know i had no i don't know enough about the history to make you a good guess cody just tell me who i know you know you have connections in the industry I don't know. Why can't he be Gandalf, you know? Why not? Gandalf's not there yet. Why isn't he there yet? Because his daddy didn't send him yet. They let, like, go, my son. Why can't he be... Mess it up. What's the... Who's the person who's the Saruman's leader who died? See that guy? Morgoth? What? No, not Sauron. Saruman. Saruman? Well, Saruman's the head of the... I thought there was another head of the wizards before Saruman. Am I wrong? No, I think he's the he's the leader that was sent with them. Mm. Why can't it be Saruman, you know? Well, but he was sent with Gandalf. They were all sent at the same time. Was... Oh, that's fun. They're all like a like a draft class all coming out yeah. together. They're all that's out fun. there that it's like, hey, go mess stuff up, but don't mess it up too much or who knows. So who do you think? Who do you think the stranger is? Here's what I think, Cody. I yeah. think the stranger, and this is now. Okay, hold on now. Okay, get ready. I I looked into this a little bit, and it'd be a stretch, but it's not impossible. Okay, that's all I'm saying. It's not impossible. Mm-hmm. All right, keep your brain hole open. I think it's gonna be the biggest mind blow of the century if this boy here is Tom Bombadil. Uh, I did think that. I did think that. At one point. Now, the thing is, Gandalf does say Tom Bombadil is older than Middle Earth or something. But at the same time, the dude is a full-grown man. And also at the same time, he does say Tom Bombadil is older than him. And Mm -hmm. Gandalf isn't there yet, so it would fit that. So that's who I think it is. Because I think that that would open up... Because him being with the Harfoots opens it up to him being the kind of guy he is later in the, you know, when they see him in Lord of the Rings, Mm. where he's very much like, I got my little grove, and I'm here, and I'm like this super powerful, you know, cosmic being and all that, but I just want to chill here in the woods, and in my little grove, Mm -hmm. and that's where I'm chilling, you know? And that's what he does. Uh but I think like I'm I don't know how you can because I even looked up, I was like, well, is is Tom like a tiny little boy? Is he a little guy? Is he a small boy? They never say it. In fact, in the shows when he's been portrayed, he's always been like Gandalf size. So he's that's like, what I, yeah, that's what I remember seeing from like picture so, paintings that people have done. Gonna get him so if he if he starts if he starts yelling at a willow tree, we know. We know, Cody. Yeah. I mean, he's look, he's He's already done talked to some fireflies. So he did murder those fireflies. He did do that. So that was fun. Wow. Well, that's a good look. It's a good take. I'm excited to see more. I'm excited for more episodes. Excited. Let's do it. This is this is a great time of year. Fridays, you got Lord of the Rings and Great British Bake Off premiering every Friday. Yeah. That's a good Friday night. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited for when they do the crossover episode. Me too. Yeah. Uh, if, a Harfoot, if the Harfoot wins Starbaker, I'm going to lose it. All right. 
Well, how do you think they become hobbits, Cody? <sighs> wow. This is uh this would be would be good. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank y'all for listening. You can uh share us and review us wherever you find your podcasts, and you can hit us up at opinion havers on social media. Um, social mediums. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Watch movies. And have opinions. And say TV stuff. Movies are still better. Tyler, I had to go to the movies this week twice. Want to know why? Because Bailey and I both have our birthdays in September. And AMC gives you free popcorn on your birthday. Except it expires at the end of the month. And uh, I ate popcorn twice this week. Why did you go? I know. Yeah.